Try to tell them we up next, you can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk, he gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics, nope. niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong, but if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well, we try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Might Not Go Well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Episode 104. We in the building. You already know who it is. It's the host with the most. Be Breezy, a.k.a. Poppy Sazon. Yes, yes. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Slick Grayson. How y'all doing out there? Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, yeah. You already know how this goes. Please follow us on all social media. This might not go well. If you're any branded deals, business opportunity, please email us at this might not go at gmail.com. Oh, episode 104. Let's do this. Weekly check ins. How you doing this week, brother? I'm good. I'm really just here to talk about the NBA today. So I'm not even going to do all that extra sensitive shit today. But I'm good. How you feeling? How was your birthday? Oh, great. Um, nice little solo trip that I had. Got got to spend some time with myself and reconnect with myself. So I'm happy to be back. You feel me? You know the you know the vibes. So you, you know, beats. even though I didn't get no so twerk videos beat. or nothing. You was beating your meat. That's what it sounded like you got to know yourself. Oh, sh- like it owes me money. <laughs> but um you feel me um I, I i just put this real quick i ain't gonna lie slick you gotta cop the hogwarts legacy game the number one twitch gaming right now and yo that shit shout out to all my harry potter fans out here you know gryffindor you know where it's at shit hitting bro i ain't gonna hold you oh, no, fun if fact. you're a fan if you're a fan of harry potter series you're gonna love this game fun fact not the biggest harry potter fan not a, I'm not a, Boy, I, yeah. I, I don't I don't dislike it by any means. You know, you're you, like, you read the books and watched the movies, right? I seen the movies. I dabbled in the books. You read the book? I dabbled. I know what happened. Oh no. Come on. I didn't care. Like, come on, I didn't say I'm not a fan. Like I get it. I know Harry Potter has opened up amazing worlds. And it's dope to see. Like I've seen all the movies, all the Fantastic Beasts. But you, read, but you didn't read the you didn't read the book. I right. feel like you read the book. You're a reader. You're a more reader than I'm I am. A, I'm an adult reader. I was not a reader as a child. I hate. Oh, reading. so you was you was you was reading adult books. You was reading niggas. I fucking. remember. You know. Yeah, nah, that, that, that's a fact. I not go front. This might never even go nah, no, R. P. Eric Jerome Dickey. I don't know if you're familiar with this black author though. He had this book called Milk and the Coffee. Now I was not supposed to read this book as, as a young person, but my sister had it because my sister's like nine years older than I am. I ain't gonna hold you, bro. Some shit's be hitting. I nah, see why nah. girls be doing that shit. The book I read, I remember, like the like long form book that I read for like nothing had nothing to do with school. Nothing was uh, <laughs> was it? Be more careful. It's called be more, be more careful. It, the sisters know about this. They were talking about that oh. shit. That's what who's she, that? Who's that black? It's not. I don't think it's a soldier. I don't, if it was a soldier. I don't know. I don't know if it was her, but. That shit was deep, but like I said, I just I wasn't a big reader, so I seen the movies. The movies captivated, but I, I'm not a diehard Harry Potter fan. Like I don't. I the don't, movie doesn't do the movie doesn't do the book justice. They, they cut out a lot. I know. I believe that they did, but I'm just saying. I've seen it. It was cool. I might cop it when the I tell everybody I don't buy video games during the school year because there's no point. I'm not gonna play. Yeah, it. you interact, you're busy so. as hell. Now, quick question because you're a reader. Who's that black female um author who makes adult book? I, it start with a Z. Yo, I know my black female listeners, y'all know this, because I know all the young girls was... W- w- Starts with a Z? What? 
it starts with a Z because she had like she had some like not a sex it's technically not a sex book per se. Not but, it wasn't Zane. Zane, yes, that's what it is. Zane, I ain't gonna hold you. I got into that after Eric Jerome after Eric Jerome Dickey. RIP to him. So he was one of the first books, one of the first black authors that I really got into. Shouldn't be running that book at that time, but yeah. But anywho, if you're a fan of Harry Potter, I don't know how we got there. <laughs> go, go, cop the Hogwarts Legacy game. That shit fire. But anyways, we got a lot to talk about this episode, and we're not trying to have a two-hour episode, so we're gonna slide in through a few things because we already had like a in-depth conversation pre-production-wise. Let's talk about the Grammy. All right, the Grammy fallouts. Oh man, what's your thoughts on the Grammys this year? Uh, I didn't watch it. I gave a watch it on the Grammys, but uh, just in terms of like major awards, shout out to I know Money Long. She won for best one of the best R and B songs for uh, Hours and Hours. Uh, shout out, she Kim. did. Yeah, she did. She got Hours and Hours. Got a Grammy. Um, I think the Chris Brown thing was crazy. I know it's weird when you're in the Grammys because it's definitely not popular music. You're seeing like different artists that are considered in your genre. So I know Chris Brown had a whole meltdown, like, who the hell is Robert Glasper? And you actually go listen to Black Radio 3, and he had some dope some dope joints on there. So shout A out lot to- of R&B heads said he deserved because Chris Brown was even, it's either that was going to win or Lucky Day. Yeah, yeah. So Chris Brown wasn't going to win, but it's like, it's one of those situations where it's like, you get it when you're used. It's like, they said Chris Brown is the kid in class who's so talented that he doesn't feel like he has to, he can be outworked. You feel me? So I was definitely I knew Breezy wasn't going to win, even though I enjoyed it. It's one of my favorite mainstream R and B projects. But I listened to the Robert Glasper joint. That do do you think it's because he has so much? If he condensed the song, because I know why he does the song thing, so you know nobody can hate on him per se. But when Numbers you do wise. an album, well, this album wasn't even as long as his typical albums, and it was, but de- it still was. It was an hour. It was like an hour and ten minutes, which is like right now. A lot of albums are averaging about an hour. They come back to that range. He, uh, but the deluxe album was. Oh well, deluxe don't. I don't count. I don't think. It, well, he wasn't nominated for the, the deluxe version. No, no. It, that's what it said. as the winner. Um, they put they put the deluxe album as the candidate. Oh well, if that's the case. But I think that this is one of those situations where it's like, yo, you got. I know he apologized and whatnot. I think that was more so a PR thing. But I think it's like you under you have to understand how the Grammys work. It's just not just sales. It's not just popularity. It's like your peers are voting on your project, and Robert Glasper certainly deserved it in the peer mm-hmm. sense. Once you look at the numbers, off the off the top, yeah, you be like, who the fuck is that as well? But I get it. Um, Beyonce broke the Grammy record. Uh, the performances were solid. She didn't win album of the year again, <laughs> which is a very touchy subject. I think that, you know, the Grammys, you know what you're going to get. You're going to get some interesting, noteworthy performances. You're going to see big names nominated. You're going to see possibly the biggest names win in their general category. And then, you know, you're going to get to the the quote unquote big four, or the, you know, the major awards. And then that's where it's going to be some controversy. So. Uh, not I give it as like I said I, I don't really hold state hold weight in it. Shout out to Beyonce being the most awarded female. Shout out to all the winners and nominees. I don't know. I think Beyonce did get robbed though. Album of the year. I guess you want to talk about that. All right. Oh man, this is when we're gonna go viral over here because we're not going viral for good reasons. We're gonna go viral because the Beehive is gonna come after my neck. I respect Beyonce. I'm giving a little disclaimer. I respect Beyonce. Congratulations to her for winning, being the most um, awarded winner in the Grammys. That's a big accomplishment, not only as a black person, but a a female as well. That's just an amazing feat. But I'm not 
sorry to say this, sorry not sorry, but her losing to Harry Styles ain't really that shocking to me, to be honest with you. Harry Styles, statistically wise, and the course of the whole 2022, promoted, did a tour, did movies, performed, outsold Beyonce for the whole year. She does not have no visuals for the album. She just announced the tour, which shout out to every shout out to my people's because I know everybody was fighting online to get those tickets and people was talking about sucking dick for some tickets. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> they was going crazy for the Renaissance tickets. But he had his album was I don't want to say more impactful because the Renaissance album was very good. He just did more and the album just was released earlier and I don't see a problem with him winning. Don't kill me, though. <laughs> a problem that he won, but you have to look at it. First of all, what is the criteria with which album of the year is voted on? And that's the most important question, because me and Slick was having a pre-production meeting about this. And are we basing this off of sales? No. Are we, are we, are we, are we going to base this off of just sonically how the albums sound? Or are we going to base it off what you did with the album? Such as, what did you did you push it? Did you tour? Did you gravitate the album? Or, or and then also, there's other questions I would like to ask too: is what the artist did the whole entire year contribute to that album as well? Might not might not be a strong point, but because this year he released a lot of movies on the side as well as doing a war tour with the album. So I don't know if that counts as a credit to him as well. What are the criteria? Are you going to hold this debate with? It's like my criteria. We're talking about album of the year Strictly from an album perspective We could argue that Renaissance is probably A top two Three Beyonce project Top two probably I'm not a big fan I don't know That's fair <laughs> You don't have to be a fan But you could say It's probably a top two to three Beyonce project Right We could also argue uh, dis- Debate The field Right Well you said Harry Styles did a lot for this album Beyonce didn't. The tour's just starting, as you said. Harry Styles probably, I think he outsold her on a week-to-week basis and is outlawing so he probably has more total sales. But that's what Billboard mm-hmm. is for. Those are the Billboard Awards. Fan bases, they're never really in the same category, so they'll both rack up at the American Music Awards. Visuals, he'll win VMAs. He has videos. She didn't really drop any videos for this project. Uh, What else? What else? What else? What else? When you really look outside, at it, outside of the album, tour, yeah, tour, media, press junkets, Harry Styles is way more available in his push. But I will argue the casual fan or the casual listener, maybe in both spaces, they know Break My Soul, they know as it was. We've seen TikTok trends with several songs from Beyonce's album. So, meaning them, the album promoted itself, the Cuff It Challenge, uh, Break My Soul dance choreographies. Now, it, do you only count that hold on, towards hold on, hold on, hold on, black no, folks? Because no. black, no, really black folks was doing the challenge. We understand that, TikTok, some, but mostly black folks. Can no, we make a generalization? Gonna, we're this? not going to no. That's that's a generalization. You're saying only black folks. That's what I'm saying. Can we? Can, I, but I will trust behind as, that. Oh, you're talking about no. You're talking about marketing the music. You're talking about how people get receive the music without let see Harry, without. Let me see if Harry Harry had without Harry proper had a, a challenge. Does, Go ahead, continue. If you have to search it up, it wasn't popping. That's I'm not a big Harry Styles fan like but that. But we would have seen it. Harry Styles had one of the biggest singles, not even of the last year, like statistically that means, that means ever. That probably did well on TikTok, and a lot of people was using that sound on TikTok. Not necessarily. 
how many times has there been a number one record where you haven't seen a TikTok trend? I'm saying Beyonce's album was marketing itself. You want that's what you, you want the autonomy of your music and your projects to do things on their own. Harry Styles has the you know British boy band coming of age. I'm out from I'm from one direction to now I'm this. It was a great story. So as a story, yeah, it makes sense. He should he he comes all the way from the boy band to the breakup to establish himself as a solo artist to now having album of the year. It's great. I don't think anything he did musically was better than Renaissance. It was definitely not groundbreaking. To be groundbreaking and well received, I know he got an eighty-three overall Metacritic rating. Beyonce pulled a ninety-one. Not too far off. So not, it's too not too far, crazy. but a, a B minus and an A minus is two different grades. I've seen niggas been talking about killing themselves over getting a B minus. We <laughs> been keeping it frank, <laughs> right? And this is, I'm not fan. a Beehive member, <laughs> like you said. I'm not the biggest. I'm not a Beyonce stand, but I will say, like we've seen with Kendrick Lamar, we say we feel like the Grammys have overcompensated him at times by making sure he wins Grammys over other artists because they stole one from him. How many albums of the year have they stolen from Beyonce? And she me- wasn't winning against that yet against Adele. She was against 21. No. Yeah, 21. Against, no. Against 25 with Lemonade. She probably should have. Adele said so herself. And that wasn't even her just being nice. She was like, yeah. Never, this, Adele, Adele but, fucks but, with niggas, but, though. Shout out to Rich Paul. Even though, love, even though Rich her, Paul, but, The Rock signed you, though. Side note. The Rock, I ain't gonna hold you. Stay that focused. was mad disrespectful. Stay focused. Stay focused. It was disrespectful. You do got to punch a nigga. Even if you, think you got you to swing. But back to the topic. You cannot say that there is not some kind of agenda when she's content. She's not. It's not like she's dropping mid and mediocre. And she's redefining herself with every drop. And it's well-received, well-selling, record-selling tickets. People are trying to get those interviews. People are waiting for those videos. How can you, for this, you count that towards this year. I'm not counting. I'm saying, regardless the impact of an album and the quality of the music, to not sound like... And we're going to... I'm going to be frank. I try to listen to Harry Styles' album. It sounds like any other pop album. There's nothing that... That's not your lean, though. I'm a pop fan. I've You're a pop fan, but what would, say, you con- what would you say you listen to more in your top three genre? It's going to be R&B, hip-hop, and pop. Okay, then. So, so you mostly so listen pop, to R&B and hip-hop. But to, but to know good music is to say, hey, if this is going to be album of the year, if I'm going to beat Adele, Taylor Swift, Beyonce, the fact that he beat, what's, I think he, the fact he beat Taylor Swift in there himself, who has three album of the years, it's like his album did, did not stand out amongst his peers of album of the year. If we were talking single, I give it to you. Number one album, it was every number one song, it was everywhere. Cool. That Beyonce joint with minimal press was fucking up everybody in that category. And if this was, a, if I don't it, know, but but can you also say because he also did win um best pop vocal album as well? Absolutely. Does that not count? Does that not count towards the album of the year as well? But if what he is, won pop vocal album, but what is the criteria? And that's the thing that's but the that's but that's the main thing though because because now because now if we if we're not using stats then now we're using opinion and then now it comes with bias but is the Grammys it comes not, with different things so using your logic the Grammys is solely the opinion of a group of people yeah I'm not I don't agree with the choosing because the Grammys don't get it right so, all the time I'm just saying in this category I'm not too upset that Harry won oh nobody's I'm not upset. But oh, I'm no, gonna, no, I'm no. Gonna I, I call, you, but I'm going to well, call other people. I'm you know, call a spade a spade. Sex. I'm going to go to critical reaction. I'm going to go to public reaction. I'm going to go to impact of the music can as a whole, not just one or two singles. 
And I'm going to say, in my opinion, Beyonce was snubbed. In your opinion, she wasn't. And I think a lot yeah, of people. And that's it. Because because last year, we just mentioned, last year who won um, album of the year, John, ba- John Baptiste. I have no idea who the hell is John Baptiste. And again, how is that album? What's the criteria? What are we voting on? Who is he up against? It's a lot of questions. This is why I don't put too much sweat and skin and tears into the Grammys. Once they robbed Frank Ocean, I ain't give a fuck no more. When I was young and they stole from Usher, I was like, all right, cool, whatever. Yeah, once they stop, once they don't try to give Drake album um, Grammys, I don't fuck with them. Shout out to Views. <laughs> I'm definitely views Drake. I'm in my views but but that but my whole thing and I, the reason why I'm saying I'm just the public outrage. I'm just saying Harry Styles album is not is not like okay you know the tragedy or you know a tragic one was the Macklemore and the Kendrick. No one can say sonically, opinion wise, or anything. Macklemore only really had one song on that because I listened to that. I listened to that. It was a decent album at most <laughs> and critically and sell wise is only behind that i'm more pop some tax on now that's a huge gap you understand that's my argument between those two that's a huge gap and there's like no way in hell out of all the records out of all the album out that year macklemore is over for hip-hop this was not a four gap. That's my argument. This was not a four gap. So if they did lean to Harry Styles for different ways, and also he has done more for the album than Beyonce done for the Renaissance, not saying it should count towards it, but that also works in a positive for him. So I'm not upset that he won. And she now, if she has done everything that Harry Styles has done for the album and also had the tour in 2022, then we can have more of an outrage. But so, you're going to tell me you released the album, no visuals. You just released a tour. You just released tickets to your tour in 2023. The most that we've seen you did the whole 2022 after released the album was just, I can't even say you worked too much on the Blue Ivy Park thing, but that's what that's something that you was kind of doing for the year. But other than just releasing the album, they didn't really necessarily did anything else. 2022 not business-wise because business-wise she does a lot but just publicly musically she hasn't really done too much out of outside that album and she just released the remix to cuff it this year song of the week by the way yeah but now if she had done the exact same thing that harry styles done rub shoulders wow. but there- did a tour did did movies did all that then i could be more publicly outraged because it's what just when i look how- when i look at the total this? effort it does not seem, and also, if the is, gap is not too far wide, I can see why people will lean well, more to the Harry Styles album. What is that? It's not. It's, it's a group. It's a small group of people. Like, I'm pretty sure if you survey people in the street, they would say Renaissance or Harry's house. You, you'd be surprised how many Harry houses you would get. And it, I'm, I'm saying that in a negative sense. Harry is popular. You gotta Harry, Harry is, is popular that. as it was. Is popular. The overall album in its totality. We're talking about album of the year, not movie of the year. But that also works year. in his favor for being popular. You got to understand he's How, been in the boy then, band and he's and been, then, he but, has, he has other no, album of, no, he has, we're also not has giving that point. Albums. We're not getting that point off. And I'm going to tell you exactly why. Because if popularity matters, so many more people will have Grammys. If popularity really married. So it's like we're moving the goalposts every time we try to find a reason to justify why. We don't have a goalpost. That's what I'm trying to tell you. We but do that, not have a goalpost. You're bringing up things that are not talking about the music and saying that this is why he won. But the thing about it is once we talked about the music, then there's, she, she, there's so many different other factors no, that you talk about. It's just the, the music. music. 
it's opinion and bias by at that point. But then then I have then then so I will have to then I will always, have to vet. Then we have to put now if we're gonna talk about just the music, now we're gonna have to select the select a hundred people now. Now I'm gonna have to vet you thoroughly and see if you listen to both of these type of genre music many, thoroughly. And, and do you think that happened? And know you have any bias. And do you think that happened? Do you have anything? Do you think huh? that happened? Do you think that the Grammy? But if it's not going to happen, I, mean, no, then, I, said, then, I said, do you think that happened? Do you think the Grammy vet it to make sure everybody heard these out? Because we've heard in the past they have. No. Do the Grammys not have you an? Pay, you pay. Do the you Grammys pay things to do get the on Grammys that board, not right? have a history of downplaying black artists, no matter how big their contributions to music are? I'm not making it a black thing. But I'm saying historically, have we not seen that? And is it not easier, in this case, to put forth? Remember, what was everybody mad about when they called him the king of pop? So you're trying to take titles like the king of pop and put it on. If I'm being frankly, and this is not I'm, my bias, I'm a mid white boy artist, there is nothing special about what Harry Styles is doing compared to what Ed Sheeran, Justin Timberlake in his prime, who else is killing it? JB? There is nothing special about his music right now. Hey, I, he's not in my demographic, so he's I can't understand. But, but to these listen, people, the, to this generation, the other artists I named to this generation, this generation now, this generation does not listen. He's to he's like the king of pop. No, he's not. Because even when it was came out, it was over uh, overwhelming negative reaction, mostly by older folks. The younger folks probably would stand behind him. The little six year old white girls, they would have rather Taylor Swift. But one. hey, that's that's did we that's, all would have rather over him at least with the Taylor, teenagers. At least if Taylor Swift one, we could have said, hey, we get it. We understand. We're not. No, we're. No, I'm no, not. No, I'm no, not giving. And him. I'm actually a Taylor Swift fan, and I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I'm. I'm not giving him that, and I'm not giving you that credit in this argument. But we can move forward because we can agree to disagree. I'm just not upset about it. Y'all calling public outrage. This is not a Macklemore and Kendrick Lamar moment. The albums was not too far off, especially rating wise. And, average and he also did more behind the album. What does that say about the music? If a 83 versus a 91, regardless who's who's valedictorian and who's sitting in the audience with their head held down in that scenario, not the 91. <laughs> hey, but look what happens. Don't people get into college because of the extracurricular activities over the grade sometimes? Fair, but they don't win the award. That's my point. But you're getting accepted to the college. You, what, okay. Other people don't. My, my reference was about the award, not the college. He can go wherever he can get whatever he wants to. Get. No, but I'm saying, but you said in your reference, but I also use the reference too. Yeah, if you you're applying for if you're applying for a job or you're applying for a college, and I think, right, so okay, you, you have a 91 and you have an 83. But hold on, this 83, he's um, president of NAACP. Not that Harry Styles be president. I'm just using this as a club, just type of my head. Um, he's also the captain of the basketball team. He's also a um, newspaper editor. Numbers don't lie. She just got a 91. No extracurricular activities, no sports, no no clubs, nothing, just academic. So if he wanted to go with him because he offers more. So he would be artist of the year, but not he could have, he does not have album of the year. So there we go. Wait, I'm using it as for college wise. I'm not using it for music wise. You have to say about reference. I guess your reference. My reference was about valedictorian. Niggas that's supposed to get the award. I get it. Sometimes life ain't fair. And that's probably the biggest thing. Life ain't fair. So that was a great reference. But in this case. And also, I'm I'm, I'm upset that, you know, like like I said, um, Kendrick Lamar, Grammy darling for hip hop. Who was beating him in this category? Let's be honest. That's not nobody. Even, I know. That's not even this bullshit. Yeah, that's not the, 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 that's not nobody, this bullshit. Nobody. nobody was beating yeah. him. The only thing I will argue with you, I will agree with I, you on. I just got sprinkled a little hate. Let me just the, sprinkle a little the, hate on The him. Heart Part 5 was not the best rap song of the year. I don't know. Oh, what, that's what, a fact. I don't know what was up against it. It was definitely a moment. Album, I give them that album was special. I will. Wow. Um, I give. Um, I give it for best rap performance due to the visuals. The visuals had a lot of talk, but to be honest with you, FNF is a 
personal favorite of mine, and it was more talked about. No, I feel like I feel like the hardcore no. five was talked about for at least a week no. or so. <laughs> no, we're not doing this. Glorilla was not winning a Grammy for FNF. What else was nominated? Be realistic. You don't see how many you, you, you Rip, We was realistic. in Mexico. Be realistic. Yes. They dropped that into loop. Be realistic. I saw nothing but straight ass be, be realistic. What else was nominated? Let's be realistic. Like you just told oh, me. I mean, compared to it was God did, which wasn't. I gave it to God did. I gave it to God did. That whole verse alone. Best I, rap performance? Niggas was doing think pieces on that record. Okay. Off I, the whole verse. Off no, the strength of it whole. I'm not too And it has multiple Grammy darlings on the song. I'd give it to go. What's the other? What else? Wait for you. They got. Uh, no, no, no. Um, it was pushing P, F and F, and the heart part five. Yeah. So God did should have won. Okay. All right. I don't mind that. Um. Okay. Okay. Um. Do you want to talk about the Billboard best rapper of all time? This pissed me the fuck off. <laughs> that they have Kendrick Lamar higher than Drake after Drake is literally the Billboard's darling wise. This is what I'm talking now. This is stats and all that opinion shit out the way, Slick. I don't care nothing about all this. Oh, is it critically acclaimed reviews with this part? Because you're not going to tell me, Billboard-wise, Kendrick Lamar is over Drake. We could talk about this for the whole episode if that's your opinion. I don't care that much. <laughs> I just wrote it because Hove won. That's not reason I put it on the docket. Shout out to Hove because it's true. But... Uh, I, I mean, I yeah. That... I mean, Billboard wise for Hope, I'm not upset that he won number one because he has he has the record for Billboard. You talking about you talking about like Drake? Okay, here's, here's... you talking about Drake like well, he's I... number three. Drake was number eight on that list. If that's what you want to talk about, go ahead, knock yourself out. <laughs> yeah. So so the list comes out. The list is number one Jay Z, number two Kendrick Lamar, number three Nas, four Tupac, five Eminem, Notorious B.I.G. at six, Lil Wayne at seven. Drake at eight, Snoop Dogg at nine, and Nicki Minaj at ten. Sounds like storytelling. I really to me. Wanna... Hmm? Sounds like they prioritize storytelling and lyricism, and consistently. I think it sounds like they're focusing primarily on hip hop as opposed to like artistry or like um, well rounded artistry. That's what it sounds but like. I can't, I can't, be, I can't put can't... I can't put Nas up there. He just started getting recognition. Don't do that. For... No, 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 no. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. He just started Don't getting recognition. Nas I don't know, was man. stop, stop, cut it out. Nas is know, Nas is man. a goat. Nas has been killing. And it. where's MC Hammer? Where's Vanilla Ice? <laughs> Again, we're talking about actual artistry. We're not talking about pop hits or number one singles. We're talking about guys who, when they come out, they're dropping shit that stops the world, and people talk about it. Right? Every Kendrick drop, or whatever you want to say, does that. Every hope drop, even what was it, Kingdom Come? That was a little one. That was the weird album where I'm retired, but I'm not retired. Like, yeah, uh, even, oh, every, that was, that every, was that, you got to tuck that in though. Sorry, everybody got a Respectfully. bad. Everybody got a bad one on their on their resume. Except Kendrick. okay, so they're saying that um, it honors when it comes to ranking and who or what is the ultimate best. Whether you're talking films, TV shows, or anything like that. Eh, I mean, oh, so so the criteria is body of work, achievements. Culture impact, influence, and Nas, yeah. um, longevity, lyrics, mm-hmm. and flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds right. The fuck you put Kendrick Lamar over Drake? Lyric, flow, accolades. You, all you niggas' IG captions is the reason why Drake should be over damn Kendrick. 
I have not seen one Kendrick I think, caption yet. Don't be mad at me for saying this. Drake appeals to our surface level feelings. No. Drake appeals. He, he has. He has. He. he Drake to appeals. The, matter of fact, I could say he goes into the inner part of our feelings, stuff that we don't want to tell the public. Drake appeals to our surface level feelings in a sense of our identity, emotionally, and those moments where you know Drake's music gets you to the spot where you just in like Marvel's room. You're in the bathroom, cups of the rose. Who this bitch in my old phone? I need to call her. Type shit. Drake gets us to that moment. Admit that publicly. It won't. But that's still the stuff. Like those are the sober. The, everybody else on that list that's above him has talked about real shit, social issues, things that are bigger this, than just the individual. And I'm taking Little Wayne. Well, Little Wayne above Drake because Little Wayne had a run where he was just unstoppable lyrically. And okay, now this now this is gonna get me kicked out of Brooklyn. Biggie, one of the goats. It is one of the goats, and he's automatically number one. But that's just my bias from being Brooklyn. His body of work, longevity, and everything else. Because he died? <laughs> you going to say he can't be up because he hey, died? Hey, hey, I just list the criteria. <laughs> I list the criteria. You ain't shit. I list the criteria. You said the nigga can't be... Tupac, the reason why I'm letting Tupac live now because this nigga recorded mad albums and it looked like he didn't die yet. <laughs> okay. This nigga said that Biggie can't be above Drake because he died. <laughs> it was no such thing as longevity. He did not... He had... He, yes, he has the culture impact. Longevity... You give that nigga a one. <laughs> oh my god! We're, if we're, we're not going to do this. Like Drake has not been on a historic ten year run. Over ten year run. And I just said, Drake is the surface level. He is the eye. He is us. What we go through. But he doesn't speak for what's going on in the world around him. And I think he's from he's from Canada. Let nigga, my nigga live. There's no Can- Canadian strife. There's no Canadian struggle. That he needs to... Nigga, they all nice up there. Don't go through that much. They got free health Exactly. <laughs> you yourself, just because you said that shit, you know I'm right. You understand. He know not. Drake, if we're talking about producing, if you just said hits, then Drake would never be below Kendrick. You're right. I'd give you that. But in terms of actually taking all of those components and applying them to not just self, but the world but around What about you, consistency? He has given you... Right. He's okay, consistently okay. told us how Culture fucking impact? sad he Culture is. Impact? Culture impact, you give him over Kendrick Lamar. And I'm going to say this. Yes, whenever Kendrick Lamar drops an album, it shakes the world. But Culture Impact, Drake has put regions in the world. I didn't say that. You have to add Afro beats to it. I didn't. Because he did, did WizKid. You, you have to add Canada what? to Toronto. You also have to add the South. Because he, he multiple right. artists you, that are popular in this game now what are, are from what Drake's are you trying to prove, What are you trying to prove to me right now? That yes, Coach Impact, he's Coach Impact, he's over Kendrick Lamar. In terms of music, yes. In terms of world issues, no. In terms of musical, what, what Kendrick Lamar even talking about stuff that if you if you went to school you you would know about. And how, I ain't going. I'm tired of y'all giving Kendrick Lamar Coach Impact for stuff that. Black people should be knowing about about about, about oh. black history, anyways. So we don't, and I think that's the fact that he's niggas to... stay in school and stops selling perk thirties out here. <laughs> okay, look, look, just because this nigga talk about yeah, we was nigga. I know, I know my switch, slave history. If nigga. you want to slide Biggie's down to eight and move everybody else above him, below him, up one, that's fine. But you're not going to find out. And once they gave us a criteria, nigga, yeah, your argument died. <laughs> no, no, it did not. Because cultural impact. Yo, what have, who has Kendrick Lamar put on besides Baby Keem? And he didn't even put Baby Keem on, to be honest with you. He just kind of propelled him a bit more. You're looking at it through one lens. I told you. 
out of all those niggas up there besides probably Pac, yes, if it was about surface level, how I'm feeling as a person, Drake. No, wins. but it's, it's it's culture impact slash influence. I'm I'm gonna send you the I'm gonna send you this article. I'm not gonna so read it. I don't care quick. that much. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I care. <laughs> if that list, when you said those names, and I thought about it, I took my what? hmm moment. Oh, that's kind of cool. It popped up on the screen. No, right and I'm not fighting. I don't think Drake should be number one. Jay Z. You by think Drake far. should be number Drake, two? Jay Z <laughs> by far. So you think Jay Z by far? You think Drake should be number two? Was if you had to re-rank this, how will you put in Drake at? So I can tell you, you're right. fucking okay. drunk. Okay, Jay Jay Z one, Drake two, uh, Eminem three. Next segment. Uh, Let's go. Little Little Wayne four. Next segment. Let's go. You just dropped Kendrick. Little Wayne four. I'll put Tupac and Biggie for the next two, and then Snoop Dogg and Nicki Minaj. I think Snoop Dogg and Nicki. I I actually put. I put. I put. Okay. You know what? I'm not gonna disrespect Snoop Dogg because when you when you look at his versatile impact and just how he's running the game, I could also say the same for Nicki. I would love to put Nicki over Snoop, but then also that's disrespecting. Does Snoop just have more longevity and he's been doing it more? So that's just that that'd be a debate that I don't mind switching up for. See my just as a female rapper and what she has done for the game. Nikki will but Eminem, Eminem definitely should be top three. What is Eminem? Eminem over Nas. You're all right, let's move on. That's, I'm not doing this with you. Eminem not over Nas? No. Eminem not over Nas? No. Lyrically, you can't say nothing about that. He tells the same story. Culture impact. He 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 has talked about a lot of things, and white people go crazy for him. White people. He can. He has done. He has he done can, music. He has has, white, a, has more body of work and achievement. He's over. He's over Nas. Nas just started getting achievements. So let me ask this: storytelling. He has storytelling. He has flow. He's regarded as one of the take. greatest rappers of all I'm not time. Say, already. I'm not gonna say he's not one of the greatest rappers. I'm saying so. In yeah. longevity. In terms of he got that. my, you know what my everybody knows my Eminem beef is. I said if he was black, nobody would give a fuck. No matter how talented he was, nobody would give a fuck. Hey, that's, and he's not. And I'm and I'm saying he does speak up on issues, and those are songs that are not as not some of his most well. His last four or five have not hit. Let's keep it a stat. But it's like a, it's like they are they are they the career right they, now went through one, a verse. The, the, we're not fucking doing that. We're not disrespecting I mean, just, just after we're the first two, after the first two, after the first two Nas, after the first no, no, no. after the first two Nas album, no. you could say Nas Move went on. through, Move went on. through a couple of Move album on. stretches. You just tried, to, yes, yes, was he had, bad. he had a couple, a wave of some iffy projects with some classic records on the motherfuckers. But Eminem, Eminem has first four projects, and then the last six crazy. have been fucking shit, huh? And then the last six have been fucking shit. No, rap guy did well, even though not a lot. It did well. We're not doing this right now. That's I'm not even a big Eminem fan, but Eminem over over Nas no. in this in this criteria because for lyrics for lyrics they they evenly match. Fair. Okay, lyrics and flow. We can, we can even them out. Fair. Longevity. I'd, I'd even say you could, you I'd could, even say Eminem might be because of the wordplay and the, the words from it and shit. You might even give him the edge. I'll give you that. Now longevity, I'll slightly give the edge to Nas because Nas been out a little just a. Probably four years more. Four years, of, four years of hip hop is an era. Yep, four years more. So I give it to Nas a little bit. Okay, one one. By, um, body of work and achievement, Eminem. What is achievement? Are we saying Grammys? So, so they said they. Tweet? So they said charted singles, album, okay. gold, plaques, and certification. Eminem got to give that to Eminem. Eminem automatically. White people buy. White people buy albums. Fair enough. Now, two one. Culture impact. 
Now, due to what you say, what your problem with him is because he's white. And he's white in the black stuff. He has slightly a, a greater culture impact. Hip-hop would not be hip-hop. Nas. Illmatic alone changed the way hip-hop albums were produced. We're never going to say but that it has impact on the culture. Eminem, Eminem, what did Eminem made change? white people into hip-hop more. He made people... Okay, he made people white people into hip hop more. Nas is hip hop. There is probably no M. Not I think M would say this is wild to say his culture impact was greater than Nas. But there was a time Nas wasn't res- wasn't being respected though because he made you owe me, which was still a hit. <laughs> he made hero. I I am not respecting him. That was a bop, and that was off the nigger album. He made hero. That's a that's a negative point for him. Hero with but, was but, not a bad but you, but, but when you hear hip hop, you might hear more. You when you talk about who you hear more about when you talk about hip hop, Eminem or Nas. I'm not talking about from all races. I'm not from I black. I don't give a fuck about white people have to say about hip hop. Okay, but that's not. But you can't do that. Yes, I can because you're going. That's the same people that will say Macklemore deserved to beat Kendrick or Yellow Wolf was my favorite rapper. You but absolutely but you can. can't just eliminate an entire race out of the discussion. How can't you? How can their quali- their qualifications discussed on rap? I know but there's probably a lot of white people that have never listened to a Nas record. I don't know who the fuck Nas is because they only listened to Eminem. Eminem was their gateway. So then they got the who else? They probably that and they got fifty. They got who else? They, that's that's that was his greatest gift to me. He gave me fifty cent. Thank you. And that too, and Dr. Dre and all that. That whole run and then the shady aftermath and I'm what he has just, done. I'm, and also you have to add Kendrick Lamar. Under underneath that a little bit as well because Kendrick Lamar came from um Dr. Dre and Eminem a little bit of the aftermath a little I'll bit. I'll give it more to Dr. Dre than I would Eminem, but I see the point you're trying. And then to you got it. Then you got to give a little bit to Griselda. So he does have he does have some he, has trees he does that, have some can't he, he has some he has some breach he has some breach in this. He does. But we're not going to discredit like Nas is not the godfather of this shit, and that hip hop modern hip hop would not be modern hip hop without Nas. Because he said hip hop is dead. Cause that's it, why niggas is still jumping on him. No, because he did Illmatic, which was the first hip hop project that featured different production from multiple different producers across different songs. Instead of this nigga pretending to be a gun, that's what you're going hard for. No, because you're not <laughs> going to disrespect Nas. That's one thing we're. Not, I don't even. Get no, you're, from you're from Queens. Okay, my fault. Not even Queens. We're not going to discredit a goat in the space. Not saying Eminem's not a goat, but again, numbers isn't. But, he, but but in this criteria, he's beating. He's um. So wait, this is one. Two, I'm three, not, I'm, four, not giving, five. I'm not giving you culture. Um, in 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 this in this category, we just put here. Eminem beats him three out of five. What's the three? I gave you. Um, two. you give him lyrics and flows. Lyrics and flows. One. Um, um, body body of work. In terms so that's of, three. In terms of sale, what's what? No, I'm not giving him body. Body, of body of work. It says chart, charted singles oh. slash albums, gold plaques, charted. and certifications. Okay, so that. three out of five. The one, the one that you're advocating for, Nas, is longevity and culture impact. And what's the one we're missing? Charts and flows. No, lyrics. that's it. That's five. Lyrics and flow is two different categories. Um, no, it's the same. No, it's so two, two, yeah, two different categories. Yeah, it's two different categories. Mm. Mm. Flows, you got to flow flows Eminem, and lyrics. Flow, Eminem, lyrics, Nas. This nigga said, "What? What he said? I'm the small born in the ball joint in the ball joint." Niggas gave. You know, I could. I mean, I'm not big. I'm, at at best, I'll give you two, two, one. Agree to disagree, but no. All right, okay. let's carry on. We didn't get to NBA. That's what I came here for. Let's go. Oh yeah, um, Super Bowl. I don't, I don't know. I don't give a fuck. I ain't really too hype about the Super Bowl. 
Um, NBA, NBA, this trade, this deadline was the craziest deadline ever. Go off, slick. Nah, it was wild. First of all, <laughs> Joe Sai, <laughs> you a hoe. You ain't want to get a lake of Kyrie. <laughs> like, come on, guy. Like, nah, he act petty. What? What's this beef? With the, what, what's this beef? I think he just didn't want to do right by Kyrie. But then you turn around and gave KD away <laughs> for five picks. And Mikel Bridges is nice. I ain't going to shit on nobody you got back. But, yo, you ain't even open the field. I understand partnership with players, but, yo, these owners are bitches. I think that's the hardest oh, part. Yeah. Because I'm like, I get it. You want to do right by a player, but he's leaving. He's telling you he wants to leave and he signed a contract. You ain't even scour the market. I'm pretty sure somebody could have gave you something. Bro, the Suns still got three years. Bro. With KD. Three years. With Devin Booker is only 26. Chris Paul... That's the scary part. Might be on his way out. Might be on his way out, but it might, this might prolong. All he got to do is dribble up the court, pass the ball, run some offense. He don't got to worry about being a scorer until it calls for it. They got campaign. It says they might get Reggie Jackson. He got bought out by Charlotte after getting traded for Miles Plumley. But, you know, shout out to the Lakers rebuilding that team in midseason. Hopefully they have the chemistry. I feel bad for Russ. I didn't want to see him go out like that. You know, they're trying to do the smear campaign saying he's not, you know, he wasn't a good teammate at the end, which when you hear you're about to get traded and people don't want you there, how are you supposed to? Can you just put on a front and do your job? Is We live in a exactly. social world. So I feel for that. Hopefully he gets picked up. I think, I'm thinking he, they said Miami or the Clippers. I'm thinking the Clippers because they traded both of their point guards. They sent John Wall back to Houston, which is some fuck Bro, shit. that was so disappointing. I was like, and he just came out with that podcast clip of him saying how horrible he said, fuck them niggas. Now <laughs> his experience in Houston was. He'll get bought out, though. I think he ends up – he might end up on the Lakers. Lakers got a spot for an extra point guard. Um. Yeah, it was it was wild. The Knicks was was to, um they picked up Josh Hart. That's not a bad pick. It's not a bad pick. But where does he fit? You feel me? He's not a forty percent three point shooter. He's a good defender. But he got defense. He's a bet. But then whose spot do you take? Because the reason that Quentin Grimes starts is because he shoots and plays defense. RJ, we've been giving him hell because he's been playing like as lately. Every every that can be that could be. A, uh, I don't know. There was the rumor that the Knicks was about to get Zach Levine. That shit. I don't know. At first, I was hyped. We need a superstar. We need, is we need he, one. Is he a superstar? He's not even an all-star this year. Okay. Okay. Not a super. A, a star. He, a, he's a star. We can put we him as a star. A, we need an, what's it in 2K? Offensive threat? <laughs> we need that. We need somebody outside of our point guard and Julius Randle that can go get a bucket. That's what I'm saying. Like, But, but you have Julius Randle just throwing up random shit. <laughs> they going in right now, so fuck it. But in the playoffs, we've seen that once that shit stopped, once teams figure out to force his ass right, <laughs> force him into jump shots the whole game. You know, you, but you know, I thought Kyle Kuzma was going to come back to the Lakers. I, I heard about that. They traded Hashimura instead. I think they realized, like, where the Wizards are at, they're in that weird space where, like, I'm not bad enough to get a top three pick, but I'm not good enough to make it past the play-in. So I think they're trying mm-hmm. to just take, you know, Porzingis is having a career year. Bradley Bill. I don't know. That boy, he lost his scoring title to Stefan and lost half his powers. I don't know what's going on with him. I know he wasn't yeah, vaccinated. Yeah, yeah. They, he got sick. And also, he's still be getting injured and shit. So, I don't know, man. I'm trying to think. Any, Pat Bev got traded. I was like, ooh, shit. Bro, <laughs> I ain't going to hold you. He said the gang is back. I was like, as soon as he, <laughs> as soon as he tweeted that, I'm like, oh, yeah, you they, you out of here, bro. But it made sense. They they had to trade Thomas Bryant. He wanted out. So, they went and got Mo Bamba. Mo washed these hands, Bamba. I'm upset about that, though. Because Thomas too. Bryant really... Like he surprised me this year. He surprised me. He put in effort. I see. I watched the games. He's one. He's he. He's a promising big man. He's a promising big man. He. You know what it is when you have a guy like AD who, even though he wants to play the four, when it's crunch time, he's going to be playing the five. So that means you're limiting 
at least 18 minutes from, or 12 to 15 minutes from Thomas Bryant. So you're giving him like 17 minutes a game. He's in a contract year. He probably felt like, you know what, I want to shine. He goes to Denver where as they get down the stretch, Denver has a pretty much tight hold on a top two seed. So they'll probably start resting Jokic more. So he'll have a chance to showcase himself, similar like how DeMarcus Cousins looked with them last year. So you got play. You got to do right by players, is to create keep that good graces. So people want to sign. You no, know I agree with you. But I was, I just saw him just shine like, but, like nobody was talking about him in the beginning of the year, and then just after AD got injured, he just shine like. I was like, yo, this guy he might be a started shooting the three. I was like, but they can't. Bro. They couldn't have paid him anyway. So it was like, well, he was going if he was start kept playing like that going into the postseason. If they make it, he was going to command more than a five million dollar exception. I think too. What I like about what the Lakers did, they got guys who literally fit better. It's a better fit. You added shooting and, you know, and Hachimura, say what you want, he was hitting like 40% from the corners. You added D'Lo. Malik in the top three. Malik, but he's been shooting like 32% recently, but he's a volume shooter. They said this was like the biggest stat. They said, oh, D'Lo and Beasley shoot 16 threes a game. So right then and there, the Lakers are shooting 32% as a team. You add D'Lo's averaging 18 and 6 assists, and that's playing with a cramped front court, you know, not really too many weapons on the wings outside of Ant-Man, and they're letting Ant-Man run control the ball more. So now you put him out there, he can go out there, shoot the ball, three ball, you know, get that volume up. Beasley, Vanderbilt, sneaky pickup, small ball five. Last year when he was playing center next to Cat, he was putting up double-doubles with high steal numbers, right? Light assist. So I, I, wait, wait, side note. I know we just talked about Malik Beasley. Shannon Sharp said something funny. I ain't gonna hold you. Scotty Pippen Jr. You my son. You my son. Where your mom's at, nigga. Fucking Michael Jordan's son. <laughs> that's the wildest part. That's some wild shit, boy. I was like, this is the NBA don't You better it. ask for that trade or be released. Nah, Scotty Pippen Jr. No, if he stay on the Lakers, he's gonna get a chance to start eventually. Cause they only got two point guards, which is why I think like a John Wall or somebody, one of these point guards that's gonna get bought out will probably, you know, end up in that third spot. It'll be interesting to see. Oh, they, oh, who's the backup center? They have some dude named Wayne. Oh, Waylon Gabriel. And now Mo. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, because now AD might start at the five, and you bring Mo Bamba, which I'm not mad at, because I think Mo Bamba, last year, he was killing when he got minutes. And I think, at worst, shot blocking, defense, can space the floor a little bit. Gives you a little bit. He's less offensively talented compared to Thomas Bryant, but he has more defensive upside. And then still, mm-hmm. there are guys like DeMarcus Cousins. There's rumors that Kevin Love might get bought out. Nerlens Noel might get bought out. So there's guys that they need to get a little bit more size, athleticism, defense. They can go get, you know. I think Brooklyn is going to end up buying out Patty Mills. They're going to end up buying out possibly Seth Curry because there's too many too many wings on that squad after the KD and Kyrie trade. So you're saying, hey, there's some. And I think they go try to build around Cam, Tom- on Cam Thompson. Ah, let's not fall in love with back to back 40, three 40 balls in a row. Let's not fall in love with somebody. Think about it. If we're in the NBA and you give somebody 25 shots and their thing is supposed to be able to score, they're supposed not, they're not supposed to get 40, but it's supposed to put up numbers and teams aren't game planning for him yet. Now, if, if we go through the this last third of the season and he averages like 27 points a game, like he did in college. Cool. On good efficiency, they might have something. I know he was a freshman top five in the scoring when he was in college. But what else do you do? Because there's a lot of guys in the league that can score that can't do nothing else, and they're out. Remember Alonzo Trayer was a bucket when he got to yeah. start. Not saying he wasn't putting up 40, but then he's out of the league. All right, now, this trade, I, I thought this wouldn't be bad. What if they was able to get Ben Simmons Lakers? 
You don't think you think you Ben know, Simmons ben, will get out his mental slump? Nah, I think for the price, the, the price to play with that wouldn't work. I think that Ben not because they but they don't have that much leeway to like ben you can't Simmons, really offer Ben Simmons and get a lot. Ben Simmons, it's the money. Ben Simmons makes forty million a year. We'd have to trade literally LeBron or AD or our whole team. Okay. So I think with okay. ben, ben Simmons is he keeps saying you gotta wait, you gotta wait, and that's true. But it seems like he's doubts every move he makes on the basketball court. His body is not, you know, like when you come back from an injury, it's like your mind, you already was, you already fucked up mentally. But now it's like, how do I move? His body is not reacting. He lost his fiance. Why are you always talking about taxes for the ring back and shit? You always got to talk about somebody <laughs> losing right. a bitch. Relax. <laughs> but nah. <laughs> but then. This might be the type of team that Ben Simmons needs. A bunch of guys that's going to play defense, get out and run, right? I don't know what their half court. Cam Thomas is a half-court option. Cam, um, They got Cam Johnson. They got Dorian Finney-Smith. They got Bidinwoodie. Like, they have a team where it's like Bridges. they're not bad enough to tank because Houston still owns their picks. They own, like, five of their next seven picks or some shit like that. Like, it's like they own two picks, and they, got, they owe three pick swaps. And then mm-hmm. – but they're also too talented to, you know, they're talented enough to hang around to play in six, seven seed. And they have, but they're 10 games above 500. So there's no guarantee that they're going to lose, you know, 18, 20, 20 out of the, next, the last 30. Oh, yeah. They, they're at least going to be in the play-in or and go that's to the playoffs. And going to be annoying because they locked the fuck up. If Ben Simmons is going to do anything, he's going to guard right now. He can guard. And you add Bridges, you add Finney Smith, you add... Cam Johnson. Jimmy Smith is a decent player. Too. Nick Claxton, like Royce O'Neal. Uh, who else they got? Who else they got? Um, there's a couple of people on that roster. Like they play D. So <laughs> now, do you think? Do you think um, the Luca and Kyrie situation in Mavs is going to work out? It worked with LeBron. It worked with KD. Why can't it work with Luca? It didn't work with KD. <laughs> when they played, it worked. Think about it. When it they, played, only, they they even played like what was how many games together? Like seventy games. Or but something? when they played, they worked. They weren't losing. They went just ran. They just won eighteen out of twenty games together. And the thing about it, Luca has been overexposed in a regular season, which I think leads to you know can lead to burnout later on. Especially since he didn't have Brunson this year, and then he he's having a good year, but he definitely is not an offensive hub like you would expect. Now you can Luca can go from playing 39, 40 minutes to playing thirty five, thirty six. Kyrie thirty five, thirty six. They still need an now, extra I, guard, but I think it I like work. I like Cuban, but you think he's gonna give Kyrie the money that he wants? I think that it's a win-win either way. If it works out, great. I can pay you. We can figure out what the contract needs to be. If you want a two-year deal, we can figure it out. I think if it doesn't work out, we cleared our books a little bit. We got some money freed up. You know, we could negotiate sign and trade. So the rumor is that Kyrie wants to go to Phoenix possibly to join KD. He can go to join KD and Devin Booker. Nah, if that happens, NBA got to veto that shit like Chris Paul. Why? Like the Chris Paul agent. trade to Lakers. Yo, can we be honest? I'm not feeling Let's talk that. about that because I think that's one of the most ignorant takes about the NBA. Not from you, but just in general. The mm-hmm. NBA vetoed that Chris Paul trade because the NBA was the owners of the team. That's something that no one ever says, Right. The Pel- the New Orleans team, whatever they were at the time, Hornets, Pel- whatever they were, they their owner passed away or some shit like that, and somebody and they were looking for somebody to facilitate selling the team. So the league bought the team and it was going to flip it, right? They were going to sell it. As owners, I'm gonna ask this question: If I'm going to trade a top at the time five player, why the fuck am I taking back Kevin Martin, Pau Gasol, and Lamar Odom? What is that doing for anybody that wants to buy my team? Where is the star power? Where is the quality? 
right? Instead, granted, yes, Chris Paul gets to go to the Lakers. It's a beautiful thing. That's a great story for the league, but I'm trying to entice somebody to buy my team, and my best player is Pau Gasol. And his but third. didn't um, Chris Paul leave like a few or like he got traded the same season years after that? He got traded the same season. But what? <laughs> but listen, but listen, what sounds better? Pau, it does sound Aging Pau Gasol, crazy ass Lamar Odom, and Kevin Martin. So we could stay in the playoffs. Cause I think they had Darren Collison at the time. I'm not sure if they had or they had somebody else playing guard behind Chris Paul, right? Decent young guard. Mm-hmm. Or this kid out in in LA, other LA, the Clippers, Eric Gordon, who's coming off a rookie year where he averaged like 18, looking like he's about to be the next small, you know, combo guard and whatever else they got from the Clippers, right? I'm gonna take that. At least then I can say, hey, you don't have aging veterans where you're gonna buy this team, maybe make the playoffs. And then, you know, have to rebuild, start the rebuild process now. You know? So I think that's just one of the poor takes. We always remove context. Is it fair that Kobe didn't get to play Chris Paul? No, it's not fair as a fan. But as a, from a business standpoint, I would rather, I'm like, I'm not giving y'all that. So I think that's one of the weird, that's like one of my most, like every time I see him, I'm like, you motherfuckers, y'all need to go read. <laughs> Everybody's but, mad. Nah, but if you put, but if you put Kyrie, Chris Paul, KD, and, Dave, and Devin Booker, Come on! I think it, the, I think in that case they would trade Chris Paul. They already offered Chris Paul to get him last time. I think they would trade. Chris but just Paul. having just having Kyrie, Devin Booker, and KD. What are we doing with Aiton? Yeah, that's that, that's a little crazy. But, what are we doing? But here? Kyrie <laughs> would be a free agent, and do you let him walk for free, or you be like, all right, we'll trade you Chris Paul, whatever other pieces being cobbled. We don't have to even give you that much. But it's like, I'm taking DeAndre Aiton. If I'm if I'm Mavs, I'm taking him. Absolutely. Have him pair up with Luca. That's not a bad look. Number one and number three picks from that draft. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But they got to be able to move. And it's like, maybe, remember, Aiden has been playing pussy because he was mad that he didn't want to give him a contract last year. Maybe this changes it. Maybe KD there now It's like, oh, shit, we a dynasty. Or maybe it's like, all right, you're right. Everything Aiden does, you can find in another center for half the price. Trade him for pieces. Mile Turner. <laughs> That's a fact, so... But yeah, not NBA. But, oh, uh, so before we, I want to, I want to talk about LeBron breaking the scoring title. Um, but I, I want to talk about this John Morant thing that happened with him and his friends potentially flashing a red beam after they had some sort of dispute. And you know, Shannon Sharp said something about you know you're not a thug, you're not about that life. You make two hundred mil. What's your whole thought about John Morant? You know, and sort of acquiring this thug persona. I'm not saying he acquiring it, but this thug persona being placed on him now. I think that, oh, funny, like when I saw the meme where they had a the nigga, like, this nigga live from the suburbs of South Carolina. It's like, those niggas, you gotta watch out for them. <laughs> you know, I saw, I saw a TikTok where they kind of used the, you know, eight mile shot to Eminem again. <laughs> or, uh, you know, your real name, Clarence, and they had a whole video of him and his parents together, him and his, uh, him and his um, sister and everything like that, talking about you came from real good parents. What's your whole thought about that? I feel like, in a sense, he's playing like it's it's him. Like he's it's not that he's a, a thug. I think he just you know he's had to be you know you got to be hard from coming from where he come from. It's at points and shit like that. Like got to protect yourself. You say he's from the suburbs. That's what I'm saying. Mean. But you still like that's those the worst. It's like yo, you gonna talk shit about me because my family got a house and shit. My dick. I got a dad at the game. You gonna talk shit about me? Like you got to be hard. But I think he's also in that position where it's like he's trying to, you know, insulate himself from all the outside noise and just do that dumb shit. I know they had that thing about the laser pointers and shit. I'm like, that was stupid. Mm-hmm. If you really are doing that shit, you're going to turn yourself into a liability because the NBA don't want to deal with those headaches. 
You feel me? Girl. If he if he really running around like that, he's a fucking dummy. You're you're up two hundred mil. You shouldn't even have nobody having those lasers if they're not. He's also um, he's also twenty three. What dumb shit was we doing at twenty three? Imagine we had that kind of. Every time somebody does really believe this, I'm like yo, imagine we had that bread. We'd be fucking but I, stupid. But, but the thing about it is the slick. The reason why I can't accept that now is because we have seen stuff like that played out in the NBA. We have heard of young players. Having guns and doing things of that nature, we had the we had the Michael Beasley, we had the Sebastian Terrafair, we even had the Gilbert Arenas. So this this is not like it's a, a, a unprecedented situation. We have multiple stuff that shows like yo, nothing goes down the hill, and then you know, so you having those type of energy around you, bro. And I'm with Shannon Sharp, bro. Yo, us us people have to stop. Like I understand, is is nice to have people respect you or fear you, you know, not to play with your name because nobody wants to be disrespected. But we do. You can you can still be respected and not have people as standing on as a man. We we have to stop um, portraying this gangster. Because to be honest with you, portraying a gangster does not work out in the long run for anybody. <laughs> name one gangster in in. In life, that really got away. You could probably name like a handful of gangsters that actually got away. Most of the time, even in even in movies, Tony Tony Montana done. The Sopranos, nigga got clipped at the end. <laughs> you name any fame movie, The Godfather. You see how many niggas died in The Godfather Empire. So nothing really comes out of people who try to play that gangster role. And I'm like, bro, you're up two hundred mil, bro. It shouldn't be no type of it shouldn't be none of that energy around you, bro, at all. And I and I feel like, and it's more so not to him, but more so just to people who, who comes who comes into that try to portray that toughness. And I'm just like, bro, learn from the rappers. <laughs> Look what the rappers, the rappers portray that tough shit, and niggas really test them. Niggas really come to see about if you're really that tough. You do not want niggas to really come see if you're tough about it. Not saying you're not about that and not saying you wouldn't do anything. I'm not going to disrespect you like that because I don't know you. But look at the rappers who actually, who's, some of them actually do are about their life and really do it. Niggas come check about them about that. And, it, and we see how many rappers we have lost. You do not want that type of energy around you. And we have to stop portraying that energy once we start making money bro that shit is just sad to see bro oh man but i you know can you cue up that 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 lebron james song quick because you know the goat i don't care no more top two and not two mj what lebron james the new nba scoring he's the greatest scorer what's your thoughts slick it was gonna happen i think that we get so consumed in what LeBron like does on like or like take for granted what he's done all this his whole career is like yo the boy has never outside of his rookie year never averaged under twenty five. Think about that. Oh yeah, he's in the top five um, greatest um, career average, and I and I think the besides um, besides um, MJ and someone else, the the next three that includes him are just like really by like point two or point three uh, uh, separated. And then top four and assists, like it, nine and threes. I've seen the videos where people are like MJ. You know, he he played less. He did more. Errors are errors. Errors are different. 
you could argue the quality of basketball that's being played today. You could argue the the physicality of basketball back then, the skill set. What you can't say, numbers, like, we're going to just say it like this. Whoever your GOAT is, you know who 1 and 2 is. You know who 1A, you know who 1B is. I'm going to ride with Braun because I feel like I could drop him on any team in any era and it's going to work. And it's so statistically, and I'm taking somebody durable, no breaks, minimal season in the injuries. It makes people around him better. Makes makes the work makes the worst players on a roster better, which is what you want. And it's looking like he never going, really had a Hall of Fame coach. Never had a coach. Well, Eric, I think Eric Spoelstra will get there, but I get what you mean. Eric Spoelstra unlocked him. He he gave us the best version of Braun. He's like, Yo, Braun, get your ass in the post. <laughs> you know I me, mean? but. Yeah, it's definitely one. Of those, uh, it's one of those things that make you proud as a fan. I'm not going for. I didn't watch the games. I knew niggas was going to lose, but <laughs> and they still. I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna lie. I see why they got Westbrook out of there because Westbrook did not care. <laughs> Everybody know that game was about LeBron and Westbrook. I, but that's something I love about Westbrook. Westbrook don't give a fuck, and that you can. That, you can also say that's to his detrimental. That's that's you know not good for him. He's gonna play his game no matter who, what it is, what's going on. It's a Fendi, but but yeah, it's a beautiful thing. So I think we're gonna run this record for Bron. We're gonna play a little bit of it. this. Is future? I'm that nigga for LeBron because he is that nigga. Play with his legacy, having much grace than the referee, trapping the sport. Uh, go back to the basics, connect with the zones. Then we take out in New York. I'm leaving the scene, I'm peeping the scene. The Rory got too many horses. Hold out a scheme and turn off the demons. We make it run at the office. My first Bentley cool, I adapted. A lot of commas and dramas on marriage. 40 pointers on me like a bad bitch. Did my numbers, my coupe is a gadget. Ripping that bird like a maniac. Young nigga asking for Zanny at. Slide, what up, hell on that. I'm in the strap with a Grammy at. I been that nigga and hand me that. Numero uno millennium. Turn out the zoo like a Jimmy them. They lick up with strikers on hand me them. I turn average bitch into a pop star. I'm in my globe. I had swagger. I've been one of none, y'all. When I was poke, cash on me. I cash out on channel one and I can shot. Bash me like I'm not a big dog. I just throw it on a scatty pack. Hunter, bitty ass. I just blow it. No ballistics and suspicious. Fuck the witness, bad conditions. I'm that nigga. Oh my god. He was playing that last I ain't gonna lie. Shout out to Savannah James. Girl aging like wine. No disrespect, LeBron, because I fuck with you heavy and I want to meet you one of these days. So I'm not gonna be disrespectful, but shout out to her though. Hold, holding it down, birthing three kids. Shout out to your mama Gloria. Shout out to you, James, man. Like she said, stay in the present, kid. You feel me? Enjoy this moment. Shout out to you, LeBron. Yeah, but Try to make the playoffs though. Stop taking games off. You're about to be th- th- what 25 and 32 after you lose to the Bucks tonight. Come on, bro. Do better. Come on. Oh yeah, he's off this week. He's oh, he, he's not playing tonight. That's Fucking up my fantasy once again. Bad Don't bad do this. <laughs> bad boy still lit. All right. So now we did we, we play a little music. Let's get into a little music action. Quality control is selling is make is is made a new deal to sell for 323 millions in stock and cash to Scotty Barn. Scooter, Scooter. Oh, Scooter Barn? Yeah, that's the, he's the manager of Justin Bieber. He was working yeah, I've been hearing about him a lot. Don't he have T Swift's catalog as well? Mm-hmm. That's why she's been reading. What the hell? Yeah, that's how he was reading. What the hell is this nigga? He's Justin Bieber. He got manager. money. He probably is well connected in the industry. 
I think he used to work with her manager or something like that. So he probably had signed over deals to it. I think he, no, actually, I think his, whatever company he owns, I think they, the, wherever she originally was signed to, he bought the company. So when you buy the company, you get the master. So she, and he didn't want to just give them back to her because they were too valuable. She couldn't afford them apparently, but that's how it go. Um, I don't, I mean, I, I'm, I'm happy that they got the money that they did, but I'm also, I'm also kind of sad about it. Cause I feel like sometimes just as us black folks, we're, I, and I know they could take this money to create new ventures and new opportunity for other black artists, but I kind of like having black ownership. You know what I mean? I kind of like the idea of yo QC is a black owned thing, and it's it could be it could be a staple. You know, like Def Jam went through a whole lot of changes. You know, it's not really too many. And then Bad Boys, even though Diddy still like the face of it, kind of went through a lot of changes as well. Like I just kind of like the idea of black ownership in this black culture, and I don't really like to see it, especially by a guy who's been acquiring a lot of stuff lately. And also, music catalog is being sold everywhere now. I don't know what's going on in the future. I'm kind of a little skeptical about what's going on because Justin Bieber just released it for two hundred mil. They about to sell. They sell it half Michael Jackson is for eight hundred and nine hundred. I'm just like, what's going on? For half of it, not even the whole catalog. He getting a billion. Then Estate's getting almost a billion. That's Michael Jackson though. But if Justin Bieber making two hundred, some of y'all niggas is capping out there. If Justin Bieber sold his category for two hundred, then what songs does Justin Bieber really have? What do you think about timeless records that we're going to be revisiting? That's another part of baby. (laughs) <laughs> when last time you heard it or seen it and it using any type but of it, but it's gonna be it's still gonna it's still gonna yeah. get, generate money i don't know if he has a timeless song yet um peaches i, got my I don't know when, yeah, last, yeah, when yeah. the last time you heard that in my radio <laughs> <laughs> no nah, i think but I, I i'm still a little sad what's your thought about no this? i agree i think that as black businessmen i think a lot of time the sad part is that like you get to a point where you do sell to a bigger venture I think that we kind of do cap ourselves out in spaces and be like, all right, at this point, we've done what we thought we wanted to do. Let's sell it and move on. They said it like we're not selling out. We're trying to move on and do new things. Yeah, I think that Scooter Braun is somebody who we've seen. Yes, he is accumulating a lot of different properties and projects and things of that nature, but we've seen what he's done for Bieber. His relations with other artists outside of Taylor Swift have been pretty beneficial. Let's just hope that he's going into this with integrity and knows has a vision. I think that's a lot of people black, a lot of black people sell their IPs and things of that nature, the people that don't have a clear vision and plan for what they're going to do with it. They just buy it. And then it's like, okay, I don't like this. Let's do this, that, and the third with it. So let's hope that it was sold with some integrity behind it, that they're going to maintain those artists and push them into new lanes and new light. No, um, the artist, the artist is still going to continue their affiliation with the universal music group. So I don't oh, think so don't in the current roster, they ain't going to have anything to do with little baby Migos in them. Oh damn. So it's even better. But I just don't like. I, I I just think the idea. I mean, that's why I say I I hope I hope you know, coach you know coach K, and P do something great with it, and what opportunities they make around black culture with it. But I just don't know. I just kind of like. I feel like just the history of just hip hop, has been bad for us. To be honest with you, most of these labels that are running hip hop that's gatekeeping, are not owned by black folks have done bad, have gave us numerous bad deals. Um, a lot of our old artists, a lot of our historic artists are not being respected as such. There's no real, there's no real ownership. And anytime we do get ownership, we 
quickly sell. I just don't like the idea of it. I just kind of, you know, but I understand it though. It's business, but I feel like for hip hop, do black people really own hip hop? Do they? In terms of what <laughs> we don't own, there's like, can you really name? Can you really no, we, showcase black ownership in hip hop? No, that's, that's, and that's sad. <laughs> can't we don't own it? We sell out of it. We make our money off. We profit off of it. But then we don't even profit the most. We getting like ten. We getting twenty four million. They making two hundred and forty. But that also, billion. but that also leads to we we want people to respect our culture, respect our culture. But we don't even have enough respect to maintain and own our culture. Well, that's because black people feel like money is the way to erase all or to get all the uh, erase all the pain that we go through. And I think that that's a, a fairy tale, it's a fallacy that we've been sold that money can heal or hurt, and it can't. You still, if you hurt and broke, you won't be hurting rich. Just might just be hurting while getting your dick sucked by a bad bitch on a yacht. You still won't be hurting. <laughs> you know what? I don't sound too bad. <laughs> but yeah, I just want, I just want ownership. But let's continue though, because we have other stuff to talk about. Um, what do you think about the Migos and the Jay Prince situation? So Jay Prince recently went to million dollars worth of game. Shout out to you know Gilly and Wallow. They're doing great things over there. And they kind of was speaking off the takeoff situation. And also, you know, Jay Prince had a couple of things to say about Offset and how, you know, people wasn't really messing with him. So I don't know why he's really talking. And I kind of understand where Offset was coming from. Like, bro, you're speaking too much on. Yeah, I've done five interviews since the passing of takeoff. And they haven't they haven't said nothing yet besides give the um give, you know, the condolences and say, you know, R.I.P., and you're trying to clear mob ties from this thing. Have some more respect, bro. <laughs> Hip hop gangsters. I'm not saying like I, I, we we know that Jay Prince, Jazz Prince, like we we understand like they they've come in and pretty much indirectly said like mob ties is a real thing. <laughs> like we see it, it's real shit. But I think it's just done in bad taste. I think that you know you're coming up here. To address a situation that's still fresh in people's minds, I know that at the Grammys they said all of a sudden Takeoff got into a fight because Takeoff. I mean, I'm not Takeoff. All of a sudden Quavo got into a fight because they didn't want uh, take, Quavo didn't want Offset to come out on stage with him during the the tribute and whatnot. So it's already it's obviously still fresh wounds in a lot of the situation, and it's, it's disappointing that again as black men in prominent positions that street shit like you said you made it to a point why we still got to play gangster. You feel me? And, if you, and I'm just saying right now. No disrespect, Jay Prince, because you know I, I you know, because Drake is part of my ties. You know, these young, these young cats don't have respect like they did back in the days. Because you know, like you know, um, Jay Prince um saved a rapper from getting kidnapped from Master P back in the days. Like he he he's really he really tapped in. But I'm just saying, this new generation of niggas do not have respect for what you did in the past. So I don't think. Boasting or not boasting, but kind of bragging about mob ties ain't gonna really like give you that influence that you want because these young niggas do not care. That is offending. And I'm just saying, bro, because also you know he talked about how he protect Cardi B, um, and and the Grammys recently. And mind you, Wacko Hundred had to come out and be like, "No, that's Cap, bro. She was with a hundred Damos. Why would she need Crips over there?" Sort of thing. So I'm just like. Bro, I need you to. I need. I need all this to stop, bro. Let 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 take off. Rest in peace. Let their family mourn, and let's not talk about the situation at all. You feel me? Absolutely. 
Oh, you have scissor appreciation on the topic. I'll let you get your shit off. Oh, no, no. She just posted another thirst trap, and I seen her at the Grammys, and I was like, God damn, who is your surgeon? And refer it to the rest of these antibody women out here. But that was it. Just shout out to her. You know, Ma, you know, you know who didn't need that surgery? <laughs> My boo, Kehlani. You see that shit? My girl been in the gym on this world toy. Her shit caking. Yeah, your girl is with her girl, so relax there, big fella. Nah, she was throwing it back in the club. On it. Mind you, it was her, it was her gay stylist, but hey. <laughs> she was she was throwing that thing. <laughs> See, I was about to say something wild, flagrant. I was like, I'm not I know you're going to tell me I should pretend to be gay to get behind it, but I wasn't going <laughs> to say, All right, Brian, about to, about to do something strange. Okay, I think we made it to our song of the week this week. Uh, please go to our Apple Music playlist to go listen to our previous song of the week. You know, go to your favorite streaming platform with today: Stitcher, Audio Mac. Cloud, whatever we are on there. What's your song of the week this week, brother? Uh, I got two. Uh, first up, Tone Stiff, man. It's my guy. It's not even a new record. It's what I realize that on any playlist I make, I put this song on it. This is I probably even put it on the podcast. So this is Tone Stiff featuring Ty Dollar Signs. Take it there. Beyonce, I know covered my shit. I don't think I ever properly played it on this app. On this, I think I played it on one of our special episodes, but I ain't played it for real, for real. And she did the Wet remix. YouTube is definitely gonna cut this shit out. Yeah, nah, <laughs> that's all right. It's fine. They can do what they got to do. But this is the Cuffit Wetter remix. I hope. Baby, make it rain. Don't let go till it storms again. I pray that this will never end. My love, love. It. Don't stop, let me love you too. I feel like falling in love. Falling in love. I'm in the mood to fuck something up. Something I need to break in my cup. Drink it up, drink, drink I'm it in up. the mood to fuck something up. up. I wanna go missing. I need a prescription. I wanna go higher. Can I sit on top of you? Can I sit on top Tonight, I'm gonna fuck up tonight. 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 Fuck up tonight.
Beyonce got like three or four songs. If a woman ever sang and did the things that they she said in those three or four songs, <laughs> woo, I ain't gonna lie. I still want to get fucked to to dance for you. That's one of them songs. <laughs> That's one of the ones. I was like, why nobody ever talk about dance for you like that? Because I seen I remember the video. I was like, she can come to my office any day, girl. Shit. Damn, that's a fact. All right, damn you 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 gave two great R and B songs now, and now when I come in my hood book and shit, this go. That's why they judge you. Oh man, but this is funny because I just love Michigan rappers right now. Shout out to Michigan right now. You feel me? Icewear, Vizo, Babyface, Ray. But I'm gonna go with BFB, the Pac Man, Walk Hearts, and Pop Tarts. Ooh, yeah, Celtic. Let me know, Lay. Look, look. Touchdown in DFW and I just link with BFB. And I'm independent, I ain't worried about the industry. She feeling me. If I pop a bean, then I'm feeling geek. If I pop a perk, then I'm finna sleep. I remember days when I felt this shit was out of reach. I ain't on yet, but I'm about to be. I'm taking over shit, call me L.E.K. Monopoly. I need a bunch of properties. I did it on my own, I'm giving props to me. I remember days was fucked up and I was out of place. Pop a fake perk 30 and shoot out of space. I robbed my own brother just to keep my mama straight. Chick-fil-A salads when it's lunch cause I'm out of shape. Bitch attitude real but her body fake. Don't walk up on this car unless a nigga wanna die today. Your man's got jammed with the bricks already out the J. Don't bring him around here. He trying to jump on somebody. 40k on your neck. I gave that to my baby mama. I only trust hoes who let me fuck without a condom. He called me in this bitch DM. Told her ass she better block. Caught her slipping one night. She ate me up like Jeffrey Dahmer. <sighs> No, oh man! No, no, no! no. What, the <laughs> fuck? what? Let's go! That's BFB Pac-Man, Wild Cards, and Pop Tarts. I'm telling you, Michigan rappers, yo, you take. I'm gonna say you were playing as a Michigan rappers, bro. They are hilarious. I'm never gonna listen to it, but carry on. Oh, and also, you know, I gotta bring it back to New York over here. But shout out to this face. Um, member, you know, if you're familiar with the YouTube group Phase Clan, which they're very popping, there's a particular Phase member who makes music, who produce um, beats, but he put a lot of drill artists on this song. So you you got um, Kyle Rich, Jen Carter, Lil Tata, C Blue, and Kenzo Baller. This is Phase Kason Black. It's cost finger baby. Cruise who sticks in my head like a pig. Like, niggas ain't out, they fizz. Like, show polos, go swift to their chest. Push them on feet and I'm looking for right. Like, keep my stand like I'm wooden. Throw these stand on my side like a pet. Like, and, and it's everything dead. He, he only jumps on the night. Like, yo, Jen, I'm trying to bend. Fuck, fuck a 30, I pop me a yellow. Santa and Jimmy can't be with the metal. No leggings, he's ripping and settle. Off, off the lead, I can't see like I'm Keller. Heard that nigga, he's smoking my dead. I'm on a back, I got one in the head. S.S.C. That was Face um, Case and Black Ops. And you can find our previous song on our song on our Apple Music playlist. 
But that's not what you're here for. You're here for the people's choice, the people's favorite, slick, drop it. I can be toxic, but so what? You're going to love it here. Shit, fuck is you talking about? We have fun over here. It's very fun here. And it's fun indeed. Welcome to the TSA, the Toxic Service Announcement. All right. You know, Slick and I holding it down this week. Um, We're going to have some guests in the future, though. We People hitting us up. I think we're getting popular out here in these streets, Slick. But I got a couple topics here. Um, you know, you know, next week is Valentine's Day, Slick. Mm-hmm. How, 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 how fellas should be giving it up this year, man? Talk, talk, talk to the fellas over there. Uh, I think you gotta show your partner that she's special, and like her lady, you gotta show your man that he's special too. I think that we've come from. I think the biggest reason that we saw a lot of like the dissension, especially in our talk, talk like men ain't shit, women ain't shit, everybody ain't shit, because everybody was just too fr- afraid to be vulnerable. So Valentine's Day is like that one day where even if you walk around with a stick up your butt, well, you get to actually take a step back, man. Let's do something nice for each other. Let's enjoy each other's company. Let's let's set the mood. You know, we don't gotta fuck tonight. Tonight, let's make love. I think to make love, you got to be intimate. And to be intimate, you got to be open. So I think that that's what it is. Regardless if you do something in the crib, like a little picnic on a roof or something in the backyard in the, in the crib, or you go out to a show, you go to dinner, it's on Tuesday, Taco Tuesday type vibes. Like, I think whatever you do, just show your partner. But it don't got to be roses and chocolates and all that other shit that require you to, that they're going to mark up just to put it on sale on the 15th. You can give it to your side chick. Like, you don't got to do none of that shit. But show your partner they special. Like, if you're going to give up the coochie, the cootie cat, Put on some lingerie. Buy something nice. Buy something new. Fellas, shave your nuts. Don't go in there with all the extra hair. Just be like, let her get let her get straight to the meat. You feel me? Like, do something nice. That's all I'm, that's all it really needs. It really takes. People just want to feel special. I think that's what it is. They and not special for the gram. Like special, like, yo, you put thought into whatever you're doing. Because it's different when you do something for other people. They acknowledge that you're a good person, a good partner, a good lover, a good catch, versus like, yo. Everything I'm doing right now is for you. So that's really what I suggest. You know, make a playlist. You know, if you want to buy it, instead of buying the strawberries, make the chocolate covered strawberries. You know? Mm. Um, see what's popping. I know it's at the end of the restaurant, but it's also Broadway shows, two for one tickets. Feel me? Okay. And also, your partner will let you know what they want. They've been talking about something throughout that whole year. It's, yo, but it's the thing, though. It's Pay not, attention. It's not even about the monetary gifts anymore at this point. I feel like, oh, that shit is a cop out. Oh, it's nice to get received nice things. It should not be the expectation that you dropping X amount of bread on gifts and shit like that. Like, yo, the thoughtful shit matter. And it'd be the little things. That little... F- no, but that's what I mean. Because, you know, sometimes your shorty might complain about, oh, man, I can't do something or not even monetary. Like, she has an issue of getting somewhere or doing something. But you buy her something that might leave an obstacle in her life. That's what I mean. Like a meaningful thing, a, like, mean, like, a meaningful purchase. Like a monthly metro car. You right. Put a put a ball. On that <laughs> car. Put a ball on that monthly metro car for your girl. No, but it's real shit. I just feel like you know we get so caught up in like the glitz of things and how things look. Oh, she ain't post my flowers or you know the the ambiguity. Who bought me this or who did that? Like nah, if you really got somebody you ride it with you or you just maybe you just like somebody. Maybe you was out here. You know you at your roster, but you know cuffing season is almost over. We almost at that point where you gotta keep them a leader. Well, and, si- and single folks do not be hating. And I don't want to hear no happy single day, none of that shit. On the 14th or the 15th. But that's all attention seeking. That's just like, oh, I ain't had nothing. So let me throw this out there. Maybe somebody will, you know, slide. That's the shit. We know, but everybody, let's just have fun. I think that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to, I'm honestly trying to cut. I, I yeah, I, I just, I just want, I just want love to exist again. I, I'm, I, that's why I, I 100% agree with you. Like, 
I want love to exist again. I feel like we have too much of this gender war going on. This is not even that toxic, which I was, I'm surprised. <laughs> but I'm mean, not meant to be toxic because I think we're trying to promote something positive here. You know, um, I just want I just want love to exist again, just natural love, just thoughtful love, just it does meaningful love. It, it, it's still it's still there, but I feel like so much of the gender wars that we have and all these little debates about dating kind of overshadow this love and there's still love out there please don't be discouraged there's someone there out you do not you know fall under twitter i had to tell myself that sometimes because i'd be seeing some of the stuff that'd be on twitter some of this discussion like if it wasn't for this podcast and using those topics to talk i probably won't entertain it but don't fall for it just you know show that special someone like restaurant week is still going on so go to a nice little restaurant get just you know just really connect really just I don't be I don't be light skinned, but just really embrace and fabricate in this thing called love. Like, yes, love is not necessarily a positive thing. Love work takes a lot of work to happen. And you know, it's not easy. Don't get me wrong, but but love can be a beautiful thing once it's done right. Just exi- uh, this is gonna sound crazy. I talked to my therapist about this. She agreed with me. It's okay to exist in the hopeless. In a sense of like accept people for who they are. Don't prescribe Oh my god, you brought this hopeless. <laughs> I did. But I talked to my therapist, so I knew I wasn't bugging, right? But I'm not taking it. I'm not even taking it in the way I normally take it. Like, accept people for who they are. Accept yourself. Acknowledge people's flaws. And enjoy the moment. Nothing is guaranteed. Nothing is promised. No matter how long you've been together. And life is short. And life is short. Have fun. You know that nigga wasn't shit when you got with him, girl. But it's okay. Once you accept that, stop trying to change You ain't shit yourself, mama. Just throw it back. Exactly. (laughs) Enjoy it. Have fun. That's really the key. Oh, all right, man. There's a few other topics I want to talk about. What I go live? You sure to pull up in those red boots that's been going on over there? <laughs> Are you fucking with it? The Astro Boy shits? I want them. Yeah, I want them. Them shits look like fucking AirPods. <laughs> do. You want those shits? Yeah, I did. I'm dead ass. They like what three forty five? They flipping for like twelve hundred? Yeah, they three. They three fifty. And they flipping for thirteen hundred dollars? Yeah, I want them. Really? I'm surprised you being a fashion person yourself. I am a fashion person and it's trendy. It's something I'm I want it for the flip. I don't want them for personal wear. Okay, but you're gonna need at least six people to take you out. You see that video of that nigga struggling to take those That's boots far, off? Boy. That's cool. I'm never gonna put them on. I'm just getting shipped right to the sneaker store to get flipped. <laughs> nah, you see, no, hold on. You see, nah, I need, no, you can't sit here and advocate that so you can resell that shit. Why not? It's a business venture. But I, you, I, you're I, a fashion. You're a fashion and, person. I better see you wear it. Could I wear them? Yeah. I don't have any like my widest fit pants. I don't know if they'll fit them. But I, t- I nah, you use your skinny jeans. Nah, nah, I don't wear skinny jeans no more. First though, relax. I don't do that no more. <laughs> it's definitely about the regular fit. This limit is as far as it go now. The skinnies have been thrown out. Nah, imagine, imagine that nigga getting jumping. You see that? Imagine you getting jumping. All, you see nah, that? Nah, nah, nah. You, you gotta be happy. It's all it's all rubber, and you know his whole foot don't fit. So it's actually like getting hit with a boxing glove. You be all right. You could take those. If there's a Timberland boots, it's different. <laughs> it had like spikes. So I ain't gonna hold you. You getting beat by an airpod? <laughs> nah, I fuck. I fuck with it. I think that. We're getting. We're in the cartoon stage of technology. We're gonna have flying cars in like the next fifty years. We might get to enjoy that for a little while. We, you know, everybody's just doing some wild shit. This is some Operation Kids Next Door. Some wild shit. Some. It's like it's it's creative ingenuity. Should look like Mega Man. <laughs> and if niggas can, if it came with the little wrist gun cannon shit, niggas will rock that shit too. So I'm not mad at it. I'm not. I ain't going front. Niggas in the hood not gonna be up on it. You can't wear them shits in the hood. But if you and go- not, Fabi already caught one. <laughs> Fabi had them on. 
Yeah. Oh, that's what's up. I fuck with it. Yeah. yeah. Like, come on now. You already know. Who Only you, thing um, that's, um, Travis Scott got them shits. Of course, the celebrity they gonna put. They know where to put that. In. And like I said, all the TikTok kids, all the fashionista blogger people are gonna have them. Like, it's not as far fetched. Like, they definitely are an oddity. But I remember when Yeezys and certain other sneakers and were considered, you know, abnormal to wear. The funny part is I didn't realize this is the same company. Remember when Little Nas X had the Air Maxes with the blood in the soul? Oh, them devil sneakers? That's the same company that's doing this. Mischief. This shit the Illuminati. This shit the Illuminati. <laughs> that's fine. They about to have us all wearing triple XL boot cut jeans. <laughs> <in this bitch. laughs> Yo, some nigga put, oh, what's the monkey off of Door of the Explorer? Oh, Boots. Boots? Those are boots. <laughs> you say niggas looking like boots out here. No, I'm not mad at it. Fuck it. I think fast. The thing about fashion is like it really comes down to what you're comfortable in. And I think that one thing with fashion is that the way hype goes, trends are going to pop up. We're going to look back in 10 years and like, I wore that stupid shit. Like them skinny jeans. I was like, ooh, nigga, my nuts must have been sweating on them shits. Now it's like, all right, cool. Now I'm, I'm wearing a baggier clothes fit. I'm like, shit. I feel like I'm back in 2006. So, so that's the fashion thing about that. Oh man, okay. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. You know, I might wait them for my birthday. High key, matter of fact, they come out on the 16th, right? Yeah. See, look, okay. I, already, I told okay. you, I already know. <laughs> I mean, I'll be judging you, but you don't care. So <laughs> I don't, I don't. that's really that's really fashion. When you do, stop giving a fuck, like I wear shit to work. So I'm like, I'm like, why do you never dress the same? Your style is so inconsistent. I'm like, it's inconsistently consistent. I can switch it up every day. I love it. <laughs> All right, so there's a lot of questions I want. We could get a little more toxic. I think we came with a little too pop. We could have a little fun. I'll be in debt. Wet dreams, man. What? <sighs> you know, you know that J. Cole song, Wet Dreams, man. Yo, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Do you remember any of your wet dreams? No, it's funny. I don't think I ever had with you. I just woke up with my dick hard. I was like, yo, I gotta call her. I gotta call her, man. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> You know what? I don't think I don't think so too. But I did have a sex dream, and this is the random ass person that I. It was a celebrity. It was Alexis Sky. It was Alexis Sky, and I'm like, I have no idea why the hell she was in my sex dream, but I was tearing that shit up. <laughs> nah, I was gonna say I don't, think I, I don't think I've ever. I can't recall. I don't think I do. I've never had a, a wet dream. I never woke up like, oh shit, what the fuck. But I've had like a, I woke up with the hammer, like, hold on, some I can't go to school, ma, I can't, <laughs> gotta wait, <laughs> I, I'll get there by myself. It's like, nothing's worse when you, when you start getting it in and somebody, and something wakes you up and you're like, what the fuck, like, I, and you try to go right back to sleep as fast as you can. You can't so never you get could... that dream back, you can't never get that, yo, we gotta work on that guy, yo, next update, next life update, we gotta be able to rewind dreams, like, alright, yo, re- rewind, rewind, Do-do-do-do. like, come on. <sighs> Sometimes if you look, if you that half wake up, you can go back to it like, oh wait, no, no, not yet. I'm here, I'm here. But once you fully, I had, I had one, I had one with Vanessa Hutchins. That's because you're fucking, you're fucking obsessed. What? She was doing a little, a little baby voice. Over. <laughs> go with you. Uh, Out of there. <laughs> what? Nah, I don't, you know what? Too. I'm like, but you ever, had, you ever, had, you ever had a celebrity sex dream? I shit. So now they think it's this dick. Never mind. Oh, my God. <laughs> Never mind. I'm sorry. All these salon No Nicki Minaj. Nah. Her ass was fat. You know what? I don't I don't know. I think that I've always been so into sex. I think I've never had to do I'll fantasize about it, but I probably never I've never dreamt about it. That's probably like the wildest thing. Like it's like, oh right, yo, shit, she bad. Oh shit, damn, where her nudes at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can find it nowadays, dude. I'm about to say. All right. Now, this one is a serious topic, though. 
I just saw this on Twitter and I sent this to you. And it was more so women are saying men are not begging anymore and it's sad. What's your thoughts on that? I'll be laughing. That's hilarious to me. Cause I feel like half the time it is niggas is begging, it's just not the nigga you want. <laughs> <laughs> niggas are bad Explain Like a lot of Let's keep it a stack There's a lot of times When girls speak shit like this It's about the niggas that It's the niggas that Don't want them That they want to do the things They always want the nigga That's not doing the things To do it And the one that is doing it They be like Yo get lost bum You feel me That's why I be like A lot of these shits I don't even take salt and, Like don't be over here crying Like niggas don't do shit You got eight niggas That want to do that shit for you But you don't want them You want the nigga With the baby mama That sell drugs on the side You feel me so that's why I be no, like, so that's why I'm like I don't I don't subscribe to that. It's like I'd be like I'd be like yo, let me see your DMs real quick. He's he's over. He's trying to take you to dinner. He's trying to take you on a trip. He's trying to take you here, but you don't want them. And and that's and that's a fact because you know what they always say. You know what what you won't do another nigga will. So we letting another nigga will over I see, here. You I feel me? Tweet. I seen that tweet. Well, I won't do another nigga will. So go ahead. I don't understand. I I, I to be honest with you, bro. The, women confuse me in this dating shit sometimes because it's kind of like you try to take their word for it, and I think that's one of my biggest issues. I try to take women's word for they for their face value, but what I'm learning here is what they say and what they do are two totally different things that they want happen. Yeah, I complain that guys when they approach you, which I have, which I have um, valid claims for. You know, they could harass you and everything. But then, I, then on the other hand, yeah, I complain that guys don't approach y'all no more. Then you will, then yeah, then when guys was begging and keep sweating for the pussy, y'all got, yeah, I was upset about that. You stop doing it, you asking where it's at. It's, it's like it's like it's like with your girl. You ever slap your girl's ass a lot of times? She's like, stop, stop, stop. And then once you stop, she looking at you like, why you stop slapping my ass? You don't love me no more. I remember when you used to do this. <laughs> And you're like, wait, you just complained this whole entire time of me slapping your ass, and now I stopped doing it. Now you complain, and now you think something is up. That's offending. It happens. It be like that. But now, nah, but fuck all that other shit. Like, I want to talk about what we were talking about earlier before we close this out. What the fuck is with me in this podcast over here? Let's talk about it now, Slick. Because <laughs> Slick put into my information how... The persona of mine, and we talked about this a lot of time, and we're going to continue talking about this until this change over here, Slick. What the fuck is wrong with girls and me having a podcast, Slick? If you have any branding deals, business opportunities, please. <laughs> no, no, we, we are here. We you are, are here. here. I'm about to leave you. I've, I've been holding this in this whole entire time, and I have a problem with this. Because once again, Slick, you know, was talking to some other people. Not that I was too deep in them. I don't care. I'm not necessarily caring about what they say per se. I just don't like the general aspect of it. Of me, due to things that I said on this podcast, because you know what pissed me off, Slick, when I was thinking about it too, is I try to be PC. I try to be on the other side. What What do they say? Oh, Brian, you're a pussy. You're being too PC now. Where's the old Brian at? I, I can't give them an old Brian because the old Brian is not getting no pussy off of this shit. <laughs> so what the hell am I supposed to do, Slick? What the hell am I supposed to do? Be you, I guess. How am I being me, being me, stopping pussy flow of it? <laughs> you was not in the right pussy pool to be cropping off the pussy, apparently. <laughs> and, and this all becomes because, you know, my my name was mentioned as a potential suitor. 
and automatically, oh, he got a podcast. And they think, what I do on here, which I keep saying, this is all entertainment, baby. This is all entertainment. Not that I'm really interested, per se, into you, but I just don't like the general discussion about my name and me having a podcast. I don't understand this. And then also, you said previously in, the, in our pre, in, in post, in um, pre-production, what I post on my Instagram. You don't have no conversation with me. Y'all don't approach me this way. And you just going to take my shit for base value, Slick? Nah, Slick. Don't leave me out here by myself, Slick. Don't leave me here out myself. No, it don't happen to me. I don't know what the fuck what you want me to say. <laughs> Mind you, this thing will be halfway with me with everything, too. You know, green and everything. And I'm catching heat off of here. I have the air of mysteriousness. I don't post. I don't interact. What air of mysterious thing? Can you be agreeing with me? <laughs> I agree in a politically correct way. Nah, that shit pisses me off. Because what have I said that's been so entirely wrong? I asked you to suck a little dick. <laughs> and told him to shut the fuck up. There was that one time you did say that. <laughs> girls on the platform talk about shut the fuck up and eat pussy. <laughs> I don't see no outrage for that. It's giving sassy. <laughs> Yo, I can't win. I can't win. Over here. But Slick, you know me personally. You know that. I vouch for you. I vouch for you. You know what? We're going to talk about your friendship and how you are a bad friend over here. Your vouch. You don't be vouching how I want you to be vouching over here. What do you want me to say? I don't want you to really vouch. You just be like, nah, he cool. Nigga, I need, I need a little polo. What am I supposed to say? I don't. What you want me to say? You want to go talk now? What am I supposed to say? Look at you. Quiet. Man, this nigga here, boy, he over here sending me a type no, me a whole no. message of script to speak. Oh no, no, because my my audio fucked up. I, I was talking loud shit, <laughs> nigga. I want you to add a little more razzle Now my nigga six seven. He got a good job. You know he's he's educated. They know now, my, that. I don't hang out with dummies. And you told you told him me. You know, um, he 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 light skinned. You feel me? Um, you know, he he a good dude, funny dude. He got good. You know, he's he's inside now. Like, I'm still getting judged off of shit. You know what? The thing about it is, I don't like this. Because what? Cause, cause my whole card can't get deleted, but they women's whole card could get deleted out here. Now nah, we're talking about this, Slick. We're here. We are here right now. I'm leaving, so you. I'm about to literally cut, turn your mic on. You could bend all you nah, want. Let me, let me roll out. Because this is this a, this a bullshit out here. This is a real bullshit. Not, I, I have no problem. I'm, I have not been a hoe. You can't really find no girl who talk badly about your nigga out here. But niggas out here doing this shit to me. Yeah, nigga, I'm having a mental breakdown on this. <laughs> I, I had to I had to add it up because we was mad positive on this toxic segment. So I had to bring a little toxicity into it. That's why I'm doing all this. But hey, happy Valentine's Day, niggas. <laughs> Ladies, he's not a hoe, I swear it. Don't listen to this episode. Oh, don't listen to this and- part. Of- and then also, just because I post shit on my Instagram, I'm gonna do me. Cause fuck it, I'm, I'm Mr. Him, him, Junk Oon, Hemi Turner, Hemi Neutron, Him Duncan, Mr. Him, Hemi like Beanie Man. Now, please follow us on all social media at this might go away. If you need branded deals, business opportunities, please email us at this might not go at gmail.com. I'm the motherfucking host with the most. Please, aka Poppy Sazon. I don't know what I just witnessed, but it's your boy Slick. Y'all be great, and we'll see y'all soon. To cow. Just take the beats.
try to tell them we up next. You can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk. He gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well. We try to tell you, baby. This might not go yeah. well. <laughs> this might not go. Hey, that's it, one take. We're not even doing it again. Keep that, that's the one.